welcome to the Destiny Podcast. We hope this message blesses you. I'm just going to begin actually by just listening to a worship song. I'll just give you the words. Could you just give one to? It's the second one, the second song we're going to listen to first of all.
probably fade it out because I think it's the live a live version and they're in a pub so <laughs> it might go on for some time. <laughs> Should that be on? You'll have to chop that off the uh, So this afternoon, um, you've entered the, not La La Land, but Maggie Land, um, because I'm going to be talking about Union, but I'm going to be talking um, about Union, um, Maggie's version of Union. It's something that you're going to be hearing a lot of, I'm sure, over the next nine months. You're going to get a lot of theology um, around Union and a lot of... Um, you know, other people that are more um, theologically based than I am because I um, am first and foremost one of the Sunday gang uh, leaders and so I normally talk to like five to eight year olds so I'm constantly thinking how do we um, explain things to the children you know things like union, baptism and all that. How do we make that uh, real for them? How do we make that uh, understandable to, to them? So um, I see things very visually. It's how I learn myself. Um, I see um, you know, when God speaks to me, it's a way he speaks to me in pictures. I often um, have pictures from God. And um, so I tend to be quite visual when I'm um, talking to people. So I hope that's um, going to be okay with you, just for you know the next half hour or so. So um, union. <coughs> I looked up um, the definition of the word union, and it says um, some of the definitions are the state of being united or joined as a whole, um, the state of being joined together or in agreement. It could be a society or association formed with a common interest or purpose. And then um, I looked up um, some synonyms. So it's like, I can't even say the word, synonyms, which are words that are um, similar. That's right, isn't it? Um, so the words that came up as synonyms were amalgamation, um, integration, joining, merging, fusion, fusion <coughs> blending, mingling, or uh, one of my favourites is mashed up. So, um, you know, I like to think of um, union being mashed up, and when something's mashed up, it's very hard to, to separate. Um, and we're thinking, of course, of our union with the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So um, I'll start with a, a scripture verse from John 14, uh, verse 20. And it's Jesus speaking and he says, On that day you will realise that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. And it's one of my favourite uh, verses to um, talk about union. And um, how... We explain this to the kids is <coughs> using the babushka dolls. Have I got 
it right so is a really good illustration because babushka dolls all look um, identical so we've got um, this is uh, God the Father this is Jesus and uh, this is the Holy Spirit and um, Jesus says that he is in the Father Jesus is in there, but he says, you are in me, so we are right in the centre of Jesus and the Father. And he also says, I am in you, and he's, when he's saying I am, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is in us. So, the Holy Spirit's in us, we're in Jesus, and Jesus is in the Father. So that's a very safe place to be. So we're, when we're living in union with the Trinity, we're in a very safe place because um, we're surrounded and we are, um, we've got him in us and we've got him all around us as well. So um, <clears throat> I've lost my train of thought. So... Um, when you visualise this, if you visualise yourself, so um, if you visualise you know, Jesus around you and Father God around you and the Holy Spirit in you and you're looking like him everywhere you go, whatever you're doing, whether you're, you're in school, in church, uh, playing football, doing your shopping, this is what you look like. This is how you are in union um, with the Trinity. I've got just, another, this is a Teletubbies, I don't know whether you know the Teletubbies, um, but it was um, a, a children's programme on many years ago. I think, is, it still, is it still on? I think it might still be on with words, isn't it? Because they just used to, they just used to go, ooh, ooh, didn't they, and things like that. Um, I work with Sharon's mum, June, and I've worked with her for... Um, almost 20 years so I've seen her go through a lot of stuff and um, she always when she goes through hard times she really knows that she belongs to Jesus and when she goes through hard times um, she really digs into that relationship with Jesus and I used to say to her you're like a weeble um, because we used to have little weebles when I was younger and um, there was a saying that said, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. So you can um, knock a weeble down. <laughs> you can knock a weeble down and it bounces back up again. <laughs> and so I said to her one day, I'm going to look for a weeble for you. Just so because she likes visual aids as well, you see. So I'm just going to get you a weeble so you can just remember that every time you know, something wants to knock you down, you will always um, bounce back up again. And I went on the internet and lo and behold, I found these. So I got very excited because, of course, these two reminded me 
of living in the Trinity. I couldn't believe it when I found them. But the weeble is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is in us. So we're the, the yellow one. And then the um, we're in Jesus. And then Jesus is in the, is in the Father. And... Um, Out on. Sorry about that. So unfortunately, I can't now knock these over because it doesn't actually roll. I don't know why they did. I would have thought it would be better if they'd made these roll as well, but they don't. But when we've got the Holy Spirit in us, when we know that the Holy Spirit is is within us. You know, when those knocks come along, we know that we're never, ever going to get knocked down completely. We will always um, come back up. You know, the Holy Spirit will always straighten us up. Uh, you know, whether that's in our thinking, in our actions, um, or, you know, the way we live. When those knocks come along, he is going to keep us upright. So that's another, you know... Um, benefit or fruit of living in unity with the Trinity. So when you become a Christian um, you don't suddenly, well some people do suddenly know a lot of stuff don't they but most of us learn um, along the way and um, you know, we have over these last few years have learned how to live in unity or um, you know we've learned the knowledge of living in unity and uh, one of the pictures that God gives us of his union with us is um, marriage and um, this is my husband and I when we got married 26 years ago now I haven't changed a bit have I um, you know, and when we got married and we became united and we became as one, because when you, you get married, you, you become as one. Um, I didn't suddenly um, start behaving like I was one with my husband. Um, I didn't... Um, I, I was 29 before I get, got married. I was very independent and... Um, I, I learned, I had to learn how to be part of a couple. Um, but the truth was that when I went down the aisle, I went down the aisle as, as, as Margaret Cornelius, um, and I came back up the aisle as Margaret Goodman. And um, the truth was that Andy and I were united, but I still, um, lived a little bit like I was Margaret Cornelius for quite a while until you know I got used to being married and you know uh, began to flow well in that that marriage relationship and you know it's the same for us when we um, come to know Jesus and you know we start living in union with him um, and I'm not going to go into when that happens you know along the Christian because our, theory, our theology has probably changed and merged a bit um, over the years. But when, when we become um, 
united with Jesus. Sometimes it takes us a while to start living a life that reflects that oneness and reflects that unity. Um, the other picture that Jesus gave me of living in union with him was I really like dancing and um, he speaks to me a lot through through dance and, and the different the different dances that that you can do um, and I was going to say somebody but my husband actually gave me this uh, love I think it's lovely um, model of a of a couple dancing because this to me also represents um, intimate intimacy um, and I think that's initially what got God spoke to me about when Andy gave me this this um, statue um, but then he started um, reminding me about the dance as well because I I do a lot of dancing I've, I've danced since I was a little girl and um, when you dance with somebody in a couple you know we I do ballroom dancing and Latin dancing and when you when you dance with somebody as a couple um, you really have to flow with that person and um, a lot of people won't like this but it's usually the man that takes the lead the man that will take the you know um, you know, if you just as a woman dancing with a man if you just follow him and he is a good dancer uh, you will just be able to do um, the dancing you will just be able to follow him quite easily and you know God spoke to me about but you know when we're in union with him it's like a dance all we have to do is like just lean on him all we have to do is um, just follow him follow the, the footsteps that he he leads us with um, and there's lots of different dances like um, like the waltzes are very uh, it's a dance of love to me it's a dance of love um, it's a dance of intimacy um, then there's the quick step which is a bit more jaunty and a bit more more fun and um, you know God spoke to me that you know he was all not only you know my my lover he was also you know he likes to have fun with me he likes to have a bit of a laugh with me he laughs at me sometimes um, and he laughs with me he thinks I'm funny um, but, but that's all come through me having this uh, like dancing relationship with him and being in union with him and flowing with him um, and there's a lot of other the dances that I won't go into that, that he spoke to me through. So I was one, thinking one day about how to um, describe this to the children and for them to really understand that once they're in union with the Trinity that they cannot be separated. You know, there's a verse that says nothing can separate you from the love of God. And... Um, So, all kids like chocolate cakes, so um, we melted some chocolate, so we got some white chocolate, and the white chocolate was the Holy Spirit, and the milk chocolate was Jesus, and uh, the dark chocolate was Father God.
So we melted them all separately, but then um, they became one because Father, Son and Holy Spirit are all one. And I said to the children, that, that, that's all been mushed up and mashed up together and melted together and uh, fused together. And I then said to the children, you know, can you, can they, can that chocolate now be separated out into the, to, to the Father, Son and Holy Spirit? Can it just be separated back out into the white, the milk and the plain chocolate? And um, it's just a picture of showing how um, the Trinity is one, although they're all separate, they're all one as well. Um, and then comes along us, who are the Rice Krispies. Um, and we are dipped, we are dipped in the Trinity. We are going to become united with the Trinity. So we get coated as we become one with them. We are coated by them. They live in us and they're round surrounding us. Oops. So now they, we cannot be separated from, from the Trinity. Once we are in with them, there's nothing that can, Irving, there's nothing that can separate us, nothing can separate those Rice Krispies now from that chocolate. So these were just some of the pictures that hopefully, uh, you know, as people will talk to you more in the school, that these will come back to you. They might be um, quite simple, but I think especially the, the babushka dolls, for me, that has really helped me so many times when I've been, especially doing things that I've been frightened of doing, um, to, to, to think that, um, you know, some of the things I've been frightened of doing, Speaking, yeah, I go out with um, with June sometimes to women's meetings, and I have to to speak and I have to share things, um, and I find that very daunting. But you know, to think that I'm doing that um, in that Trinity, I'm not on my own. I'm never doing it on my own. I'm always doing it with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They will give me the words to say. They will. Um, um, give me the prayers to say when when I'm praying for people I know that they will you know speak through me to other people I know that uh, people have been blessed when I've, I've prayed um, now this isn't although we choose to believe that Jesus is our saviour it's actually something that God has done for us it's him that has brought us into um, the union with him it was his decision um, um, so although we do have some say in it, um, to some extent, um, you know, once we are there, it was totally him that has, has done it in the first place. The other things I've been frightened of, do, of doing that you will probably be doing alongside us is um, love sale. When we go out 
um, into love, into sale just to give people love. I mean, why I would be frightened of that, you know, just give it, going out and giving people presents or tokens of love or, um, you know, just asking them how they are. I don't know because, um, you know, I used to be a nurse and, and, you know, dealing with people. I have done for a lot of my working life, but for some reason I used to find love going out and doing love sale really daunting and really frightening. But the thought that I'm doing it with with the unity of the Trinity um, has really, really helped me. <clears throat> so, a few um, Bible passages that talk about un union with Jesus. Uh, Galatians 2.20, this is from the Passion Translation. It says, my old life was crucified with Christ and no longer lives for I was fully united with him in his death. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine, for Christ loves his life through me. My real life is Christ, we live as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God, who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. Um, all who love me will do as I say. My father will love them and we will come, and it says we will come and make our home with each one of them. I've already said you, what can separate us from the love of God? And nothing can, not our sin, not our actions, not the things we're thinking. Um, it says, neither life nor death, nor angels nor demons, nor our fears or worries, nothing in all of creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. So, the benefits of union or the fruits of union is, is as we um, can contemplate that union and think about that union and soak in that union you know it, we become more and more like Jesus we become we, we our characteristics will become more like him um, John MacDonald was talking about Corinthians you know the love uh, passage in Corinthians and what I like to do with this passage is, um, first of all, I like to change the word love for God and think about um, how God is incredibly patient and gen gentle, etc. And then I also like to um, change it to my name. So um, what I did last night was I did, I wrote it out for you and uh, Merrick. So I've just put your names in. Um, in where it says love, I've changed it to, to your name. So, you know, it would read like, um, I am incredibly patient. I am gentle and consistently kind to all. I refuse to be jealous when blessings come to other people. I don't brag about my achievements or inflate my own importance. And I don't make others feel ashamed 
I am respectful and I do not seek my own honour. I am not easily irritated and not quick to take offence. I joyfully celebrate honesty and find no delight in what is wrong. I am a safe place of shelter, for I never stop believing the best for others. I never take failure as defeat and I never give up. And um, so every so often I like to come back to this and really uh, you know, read it and meditate on it. And sometimes I think, well actually I'm not always patient and I'm sometimes not particularly kind um, and I might be a bit jealous of blessings that other people have. But what I want you to remember and what I want to constantly remind myself is these are my characteristics because I'm in union with the Trinity. These are, this is my character. And when I'm not being these things, it's because I've stopped um, believing who I am. I've, I've forgotten who I am. Um, I've forgotten that I am patient and I've, for, I've forgotten my identity because this is my true identity. Um, so, I, you know, so when I come back to it, um, I like to do it for, for a little while just to keep reminding myself that this is who I really am. So I hope that you'll find that um, helpful to do as well. So when we're in that union, we are safe. Um, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So we don't live in a place of condemnation anymore. We're living on that um, right side of the cross. All these, those things down there on that, um, on the right, the correct side of the cross, <laughs> um, you know, are what we have because we're living in union with him. We have been made holy and righteous because Jesus is holy and righteous and uh, he is in us. Uh, Christ was without sin, so we are without sin. Um, and we haven't become holy and righteous because of our own efforts, but purely because we are in that union with him, purely because we've been dipped into that life with him. And we have the authority of, of Christ as well because um, you know, we have authority over things that happen in our lives. We have authority that, that, um, over the things that happen in the lives of people around us because we have the authority of Christ. Um, you know, we partake in the victory that has been um, you know, dealt over the enemy. Um, so this is um, taken from the Song of Solomons and it's God speaking to you. 
So I'm going to read it as though I'm reading it to, to Timon and, and Malik. So the rest of you will just have to. Every part of you is so beautiful, my darling son. Perfect your beauty, flawless your love. Now you are ready to come with me as we climb the highest mountain tops. In our covenant love, we will look down from the crest of the glistening peaks and from the summit of our majestic sanctuary. We will wage war together in the lion's den and the leopard's lair. You are never alone because you wage war with him. For you have ravished my heart. You have inflamed my being, my beloved one, my equal. I am undone by your love. Merely a glance from your worshipping eyes and you have stolen my heart. Just gazing into your heart, joined to mine, and I am overcome. Conquered, ravished, held hostage by your love. How satisfying to me, my equal, my beautiful one. Your love is my finest wine, intoxicating and thrilling. And your sweet praise, perfume, so exotic, so pleasing. Your loving words are like honey to me, drenched with worship. As your tongue releases milk and honey, I find the promised land flowing within you. The fragrance of your worshipping love surrounds you with scented robes of white. My darling, you are my private paradise, fastened to my heart. You are a secret, secret spring that no one else can have. My bubbling fountain hidden from the public. What a perfect partner to me. Your inward life is now sprouting, bringing forth fruit. What a beautiful paradise unfolds within you. I smell aromas of the finest spice when I am near you. I find many clusters of my exquisite fruit growing within your inner garden. Your life flows into mine, pure as a garden spring. A well of living water springs up from within you. You are like a mountain brook flowing into my heart. You are satisfying to God. You are his equal. He sees you as his beautiful one. He finds the love that you have for him intoxicating and thrilling. Your heart is fastened to his. 
can never be unfastened. What a beautiful paradise unfolds within Thank you for listening to the Destiny podcast. For further information, check out www.idestiny.org.uk.